0: is the podcast. Hello, welcome to the LibroCube. Uh, my name is Stuart Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical LibroCuberless, yes. 605. Uh, yeah, so, uh, what did we talk about in 604? I don't really remember other than saying that 603 wasn't a big fan of, 604 felt a little bit better of, and still... Sort of figuring it out in terms of, you know, this post uh, 5 dollars Sort of winging it, uh, sort of doing what I want. Uh, talking of more different variety of things. Uh, yeah, so, you know, TBD how it goes, I suppose. And that rhymes, and you know it rhymes. Uh, Alright, so let me uh, check the old notes here, which is maybe... I don't know if that's I gotta have some do I gotta have some notes I was just gonna say I gotta have some sort of notes but maybe that's you know your Linus like blanket that I need to totally remove but then I feel like yeah if I went that route there's definitely things that pop up that there's no way I would remember that I'd want to talk about Mm, yeah, I, I feel like just some point form. Like for my example here, uh, uh, some point form notes. Future predictions, i.e. COVID, society, capitalism, failure, and apocalypses. Oh, well, isn't that a nice note? I think, you know what I think that note is from? I, I think when we ended last episode, we were talking a little bit about... Uh, that sort of thing, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll I'll throw out some predictions and see how we do, just because uh, 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 you know it's it's fun to do. In that, the the encroaching darkness is uh, 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 disparaging and sad and horrifying, and oh my God, what are we gonna do? However, if you shine a light on that and make fun of it and the fact that we're all doomed, it can be fun and funny. Uh, and, and I find, at least for myself, <clears throat> this is probably, well, nothing really is. But I was just going to say, this is probably not a universal truth for everyone, because what is. But uh, I, I, I definitely find that I like sort of those, those dark memes or, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the looking at the futility of, of man or woman. Uh, and, uh, you know, just sort of reveling in the darkness and laughing at it and, and, and you know, uh, treating it not with the seriousness that it's necessarily deserves, but <clears throat> treating it in such a way that it doesn't melt your brain uh, too much. I mean, it's going to a bit. It's going to a bit. Uh, okay, so COVID. Uh, yeah, prediction there. It's never going to go away. Um, the main things that will prevent it are uh, uh, obviously anti vaxxer idiots, and uh, uh, you know vaccine inequality, both of which would have to somehow, some way, uh, not exist. Now, with the anti vaxxers the possibility there is that a strain uh, that gets so bad that those who are unvaxxed die, and then they will be gone. Uh, And then there's the inequality, which, you know, leads into my next thought uh, about the failure of capitalism and how uh, um, the reason that we were in a lot of the horrible situations we are in is because of that. Just sort of deeply boiled down. Follow the money, as they say. Uh, uh, It's just... uh, Uh, (laughs) that's how i feel about capitalism uh it's basically my thought there is that eventually should we as a just sort of species wish to progress and not get in situations where we are killing one another where uh, a society has chosen money versus life in so just innumerable situations, uh, we're gonna have to get past it somehow, some way. Now, the issue there is it's so very, very strong. Uh, the rich get richer and the rich get more powerful, and there's no reason they're gonna wanna uh, uh, let go of that. So, uh, that probably. And again, these are predictions, not necessarily things that are going to happen, but things that, you know, I could kind of see happening. Uh, There will be a class war where uh, uh, those who are not billionaires, those who are not, you know, uh, in power due to their vast wealth, will have to uh, rise up and uh, uh, make things a little more equal. Equality, if you will. And I hope you will. Uh, Now, when will that happen? (sighs) You could see it brewing already. And there was a time where I would say something like, oh, you know, 20, 30 years from now, maybe it'll happen. But I also think uh, the way things are progressing lately, uh, the way things seem to be happening faster and faster, not just this, but things uh, with humanity in general, uh, progress, both good and bad. Um, gonna go five years within the next five years that will happen yeah how about that Uh, uh, now we could also combine that class war with a race war where because they are so intertwined uh, perhaps it's something that happens simultaneously and the equality that is needed there that is clearly not happening uh, will perhaps sort of uh of flow forth from the whole thing as we uh eat the rich and uh you know fuck the man yeah basically uh and then i wrote here apocalypse as well uh we spoke about this uh, uh, what was that movie don't look up uh, we spoke about it uh, my prediction there uh, for apocalypse was the solar flare. Yeah, uh, solar flare, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, turning off, I don't really know the mechanics of it necessarily, but making uh, electronics, uh, you know, frying them, I suppose, is that, is that, w- would that be accurate scientifically to say it fries the electronics? Uh, Yeah, so there you go, sending us back to the Stone Age, which would help perhaps (laughs) removing the uh, the whole capitalism as we would be forced to uh, rebuild. But then we rebuild in probably some sort of Mad Max scenario, and you know uh, that's got some capitalism (laughs) rolled in with it, Barter Town, for example. Uh, But you never know; maybe we come back with a different system, a a more uh, egalitarian system. Hey, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Uh, my next note here is uh, meditation hiccup from getting sick combined with Stardew Valley. Yeah, uh, did I mention last episode that I've been playing Stardew Valley again uh, on my iPhone, no less? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, as it always is, because it's this is one of those games that I dust off every couple of years. And the meditation hiccup. Uh, Just as in the form of four months, I was meditating every single day. But then I got super, super sick. It wasn't COVID, at least uh, always uh, negative COVID tests combined with the fact that the symptoms weren't uh, necessarily COVID-related ones. Uh, I, I think it was either food poisoning or some sort of stomach bug. But it was, without a doubt, the sickest I've ever been. Like, uh, uh, left me very, very weak and <clears throat> just feeling like death. Not good at all. Uh, but fully recovered now? Yeah, sure, fine. Um, feeling much better and I have been meditating again. But there was a time there where I wasn't. And now, post that, I find some days I'm struggling to find the desire, the energy, the... I'm not sure what you would call it. Uh, the, 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 the focus needed to sit down and do it, which uh, I don't like. Um, and then I feel the guilt of that, <clears throat> which is interesting because pre the sickness... the sickness, uh, I I was, I always looked forward to it. I, 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 it's like something happened where now sometimes I don't look forward to it. And it's one of those weird things too, where when I do it, I'm glad that I did do it and I'm happy while doing it. It's just sometimes finding that drive to sit down and actually do it, uh, is a bit of a struggle, which, you know, uh, they say in a lot of, uh, 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 you know, I've heard it once, I've heard it, I'm not going to say a thousand times, but several times that uh, uh, you know, you shouldn't feel guilt about that, but uh, you know, s- some of it's going to creep in, so I gotta, I-, I gotta sort of focus on that a little bit and um, buckle down, mm, but it's do I want to buckle down? I don't like buckling down, just as a sort of general rule, so you know what, I'll tell you what audience participation time, which I don't know why I still try, but sometimes it's fun, even though I know it's not going to happen or extremely unlikely to happen. Uh, Sometimes it's nice just to posit the question out into the world, out into the ether. Um, How does one regain that drive? It doesn't have to necessarily be with regards to meditation, although that would be nice, uh, just that that focus in general, that, that need to sit down and do something. Probably a good example of, uh, and it's funny, I have uh, Jim Murphy up on my uh, screen right now. I was just watching his uh, YouTube channel. He just posted a video speaking a little bit on this topic uh, with regards to... Uh, writer's block yeah uh, sort of the the probably the quintessential example of uh, uh needing to do something and being unable to do so because of your brain uh, uh and, and how he sort of uh, overcome that through uh, like he, he explains that that's not dissimilar to this podcast he kind of just realized that uh, uh, you know do what you love uh, and don't expect uh, necessarily great rewards to come of it. The reward is the doing of the thing. Uh, yeah, so that, that sort of makes sense. Uh, I, I like that. It feels good. Uh, by the way, on that note, this would normally be something from a uh, back in the old days in the uh, Internet Intercourse segment. Uh, check out uh, Jim Murphy. Uh, he talks pr- primarily of a, a role-playing D&D, but uh, a lot of it is from the perspective of someone who's been playing since like the '60s, '70s. So he's uh, he sort of delves into some of those old-school stories, where, so you could see how uh, these hobbies developed over the decades, which is sort of fascinating. Uh, he, he's also just like a, 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 a good talker. He talk good. Uh, yeah, he, he's sort of animated and and, uh, and uh, a, a fun watch, and I recommend him as I have before in the past. Uh, okay, so that's... Oh, yeah, Stardew Valley. Yeah, I've been uh, uh, enjoying that. So far, I have... You know, I could just bring it up on my phone. I do know. I think I could remember it. Uh, I've got a couple of nice sheds, one filled with all my goodies, one that is filled with three quarters uh, kegs with uh, ancient wine uh, and the other quarter is uh, uh, fruit preserves and, and stuff like that so uh, that's how I'm doing that I've got the greenhouse uh, now finally filled with all ancient fruit uh, if you're familiar with Stardew Valley you'll know what these things mean if you're not you won't uh, I haven't uh, I've got my basement full of kegs right now they're at Silver Star this is my first run uh, of uh, uh, ancient fruit wine getting it up to that uh, elusive purple <laughs> it's fun just to say let's just say this and if you have no idea what I'm talking about it's not going to make any sense but that's fine Um. Uh, what else do I have I, I have uh, uh, four no, I've got three barns uh, two of them just pigs 100% full with pigs getting me shit ton of truffles every day getting about 30 to 50,000 in <laughs> in truffles every day um, that's all they do I got the uh, slime hutch, which I don't really pay attention to too much and I, and every time I've ever played you know I get a slime hutch, and every once in a while I'll check in but I don't really get like I suppose there's some money to be made there but meh it doesn't really, uh, appeal necessarily. Uh, then I've got the coop, which is 90% dinosaurs. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've got one duck, uh, one rabbit, uh, one, uh, white chicken, one brown chicken, one black chicken. Uh, and then I've got the other barn. All I have there is a cow A sheep and a goat just one of each Uh, uh, you know I I don't focus too much on that actually you know what I do or decided I'm going to do I think I'm in my third year is uh, take all the eggs and milk and just store them until winter Uh, that way when winter rolls around I'll have uh, things to sort of uh, 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 I can make cheese and uh, mayonnaise mayonnaise uh, and that could be more my focus uh, I've got a, a giant field right now. It is summer, so we have got blueberries. Uh, I've got one Jamino, uh, Jamino, Jamino hut uh, with plants for more. Right now, I'm saving up for one of two things: either the uh, the thing in the casino, the the, the daily fortune thingamabobber, uh, or the. Uh, Warp Totem to the Desert, which I have all the ingredients needed. I just need the gold. Uh, so this first uh, batch of purple ancient wine, uh, that'll get me one or the other, I'm pretty sure, if my math is correct. Uh, yeah, and then it's just sort of I'm beautifying uh, everything. Uh, I just started to... Uh, uh, set up my house nice. Uh, I wanted to get married first. I married, uh, shit, what's that guy's name? Uh, Elliot. Uh, the reason I chose him, uh, was because I looked at pictures of, uh, what each of the rooms looked like that, uh, you get when you get married. Uh, his is, of course, a library, so obviously, uh, and I've sort of tied that in with the bedroom, and it, it's, it's starting to take shape. This is all just and why I've sort of mingled it with my meditation talk is because it's very meditative. It's just sort of, you know, you sit down, you know, pick some crops, place some furniture. Uh, yeah, you can go to the, the mines or the skull cavern and do some, some battling, which you do need to do pretty much in order to get, uh, 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 you know, uh, progress. Um, but at its base just sort of a Zen like experience and I think that's one of the reasons is why I return to it every once in a while um, one note which I didn't realize until I you know got quite a ways in uh, there has been a major update uh, update 1.5 for every single system except for mobile <laughs> uh, there's uh, uh, they're working on it they're working on it now my only worry it's not necessarily that the update is going to take a long time because seemingly it's getting closer Uh, there's some you know scuttlebutt on the internet that uh, maybe by the summer possibly Um, now my worry is will this update uh, play nice with my current save if it does that'd be amazing because they added a lot of content, seemingly. Uh, a lot of cool stuff that uh, I'm uh, looking forward to delving into, hopefully. Hopefully with this save. If this save doesn't work with the update, there's no way I'm going to start a new... At least, I mean, not now. Maybe somewhere down the road I would. Uh, but there's no way I'm going to start a new uh, a, a farm <laughs> because like I put in so so many hours. Uh speaking of hours, my next note here, new job. Forty hour work week is bad. Yeah. Uh in line with that capitalism talk. I got a new job. Uh yeah, uh I think I've hinted or said or I I don't know, uh in, in some previous episodes, uh got a new job with the misses. What that's not a good idea working with your wife. No, uh, yeah, that, that that's something that's sort of universally, you would say you shouldn't work with your significant other, right? However, somehow, some way, uh, and I'll explain how I think it's happened. Uh, we have not fought once. Yeah, uh, uh, we're not working super closely together. Um, it's a small company though, so w- we do work together. Uh, however, I only go into the office one day a week so I think that has definitely helped um, the fact that we have not like e- even the hint of a fight yet is uh, even I'm surprised uh, it's just been actually going really really well and it's a job that has been using a lot of the, the skills I have accrued over the years uh, uh, that I have in, uh, in so far so good basically so far so good so far so good uh, just sort of finish like I, I I did I don't know if I would call it a trial run necessarily but a, uh, a, a hired on to help with a few things is sort of how we 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 originally uh, framed me working there um, but it sort of developed as both as they've seen the skills that I have that could help them and both as I've seen what skills I have that could help them. Uh, we've sort of come to the conclusion that, yeah, maybe I need a more structured and uh, a permanent role. So, uh, that's been nice to sort of develop. Um, oh, I thought I just heard the missus up, which would be shocking because it's six o'clock in the morning and she doesn't really get up for another six plus hours. Uh, yeah, so uh, 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 the other sort of thing that has been nice is because, you know, I, I the missus has worked there for like a decade or something. Uh, so I, I obviously knew her bosses and knew some of her co-workers. So uh, it's not like I was going into a situation where I didn't know anybody um, or sort of the work to some degree, because unlike me, the missus does like talking about work. I I don't. Uh, like once I'm done work, I'm done work and I sort of leave it behind. Uh, the fact that I'm doing so here feels odd. Uh, uh anyways, uh, one of the things I have negotiated, uh, speaking of 40 hour work work being bad was, uh, uh, to not have to do that basically every single week, five days a week, 40 hour work week. Um, now if it was up to me, I'd work, you know, not at all. But uh, three to four days a week, somewhere in that neighborhood feels uh, conducive to a life that is not so stressful that you want to kill yourself. Yeah, give or take. Uh, So uh, uh, the missus would be happy if I was happy working, you know. Six hours, eighty-hour work week, or whatever, or, or at the very least, a, a forty-hour work week, five days a week. Uh, however, the comprom- compromise that I uh, negotiated is that uh, uh, every year I get twenty-six unpaid, which you know that's fine, uh, un because I care less of money than I do of happiness. Uh, unpaid, uh, I'm throw in quotes, vacation days to sort of spread apart. Uh, So then I'll get my, uh, uh, after working there a year, I get two weeks. So that'll be 26, that'll be 36. Yeah, at the end of the year I'll have 36 vacation days, 10 of which will be paid, uh, 26 of which will not, uh, which again I'm fine with, that's how I negotiated it. Uh, Now what that does is means I can spread those out in such a way that... Uh, uh basically I am only working four days a week f- almost every f- almost every week yeah I think once I'm up to 36 I'll be able to do it every week like you got to take into consideration uh, stat holidays as well so uh, if it's a week with a stat holiday I'm not gonna obviously put one of my uh, vacation days on that week uh, uh, like right now I think there's only, there's definitely not two in a row weeks where I have to work five days. I, I will definitely say that. Um, and the amount of times that I do, like, uh, there's maybe one every few months. Like, I, I almost have it down to such a science. Uh, so I think that will help in many regards, but also just sort of keep me, um, you know, from burning out. From, uh, from stifling my creativity, from... Uh, uh, feeling like life is just one series of work days after another until you die which is a horrible horrible feeling and one of the reasons why capitalism and the 4 hour work week grind uh, needs to die yeah just needs to go away it's not good for humans as a species and we don't have to do it we don't have to do it there's other things we can do all right uh what else uh oh yeah okay so <laughs> just a random note of a youtube video here A uh, guy who tumbled rocks for one year <laughs> yeah this is from a youtube channel called michigan rocks rock tumbling you know it's one of those i'm not gonna yuck your yum i i don't necessarily get rock collecting and rock tumbling and things of that nature it doesn't appeal to me necessarily uh, however there's a great many people out there who does appeal to which is sort of uh always sort of fascinating of fascinated of uh, other people's interest especially ones where uh it's it seemingly i don't know if, it's definitely not a universal truth but again what is um where their hobby becomes sort of I don't want to say integral to their personality but uh, sometimes it does yeah it, it, sometimes rock tumblers take their rock tumbling so seriously that the, the, you know they're gonna wear a shirt that says i tumble rocks <laughs> maybe not a great example but where it it, it, it really just becomes not not only maybe part of their day-to-day lives, but but something that is so ingrained in them that it shines through in their personality. And and you know what? I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, It was also just sort of a a fascinating um, kind of scientific experiment, really. Uh, What he did was took a bunch of rocks. If you're unfamiliar with rock tumbling, uh, you put rocks in this little container, it spins around and, you know, cleans them shines them grinds them uh, smooths them does whatever it does Uh, he put one uh, set with one type of sort of this grinding material uh, and one with another and over the course of the year had quite a different effect was which was interesting one made this sort of almost like very liquidy cement like structure when it was done uh, and, and a lot of the rocks were not gone but uh, uh, gr- ground down to such a degree where i guess they a lot of them became part of the slurry it was it was interesting to look at another one less so uh, uh, and then the, the the shines on the rocks was different and you know just just sort of an interesting Little thing, and uh, uh, the guy sort of uh, you know it, he, he he filmed himself over the course of this year just doing you know dumb little things, and uh, it's just a fun little video, and I recommend you go check it out. All right, uh, two dumb covids. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah, I was convinced. Uh, uh, there was a day where I was convinced 100%, a million percent would have bet money, how much money, who's to say, but money, uh, that it was Wednesday when it wasn't actually, uh, a Thursday. Yeah. Like, uh, we all have our COVID, you know, sort of time dilation things where, where you, maybe you don't know what day it is. Or, uh, uh, you know, what month it is. <laughs> you know, or you, you could kind of slip your mind a little bit. But uh, I've never had it to such a strong degree where I was convinced. Uh, now, the nice thing was, I was uh, I thought it was a day behind, and I had the uh, Friday off. So it was like finding out... Uh, thinking you had to work tomorrow and then finding out you didn't so that was, a, it, was it was a pleasant surprise but it was a very very uh, almost strange feeling the, the degree that I was convinced what day it was uh, I've never had that to such a degree uh, I'm combining that with something which i think was like the day after yeah it was the day after actually um where i had a grocery list of like literally one item i hadn't been gro- out grocery shopping in a long time um so my plan was just to go uh you know so go up and down the aisle see what was on sale see if there's anything new and exciting out there in the grocery world since i hadn't been out in so long uh, uh and just sort of pick some pick stuff up you know uh, not stuff i needed necessarily just stuff for you know try some stuff out get some uh, old goodies and uh, you know that that sort of idea now i did need one thing margarine <laughs> so basically that was the only thing on my list it was it was a list of one it was a, a, a well list of two we'll say it was a margarine and then you know just other stuff that i might like now get back home start putting groceries away Uh, got all that that cool stuff that uh, might be nice to try and what was the one item i did not get was of course margarine so it felt very very dumb that in a grocery list of one item i didn't get it um i wonder if it has to do with uh uh, this is another thing and i don't uh, was this my notes well that doesn't really matter if it is or not um so i'd have been reading at night a little less than i have been for two reasons that i could think of uh one is that when you smoke pot before bed uh, sometimes the desire to just zone out and you know watch a a relaxing say minecraft long play uh is, is that overrides the desire to read and in these times sometimes chasing your desires uh, is needed in order to release the stresses of the world. Hmm, that almost sounds smart. Uh, so uh, I have found sometimes I, I I go that route rather than read. The second is that the book I'm reading has been so good that I've found, <laughs> uh, uh, on a couple of occasions that I get like so amped up that it's been difficult to sleep afterwards. Um. It, 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 and <laughs> like literally the book's too good that I can't put it down. And even when I do put it down, it's it's like my mind's running with, with how good it is. So uh, <laughs> I just, maybe I just need a not as good book, which is the strangest thing. Oh, well, uh, yeah. And, and maybe that is sort of intertwined with my dumbness, the COVID dumbness. Hmm. You know just some thoughts i'm throwing out because you know that's what i'm gonna do uh moving on to movies watch. uh just two yeah uh, uh only only two wow okay uh the power of the dog from 2021 uh this was was it the academy award non-nominated for 12 oscars holy shit <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, f- didn't do too much. Some, some years I find I'll seek out the, uh, 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 uh Oscar nominated movies and try to watch them all. Some years I don't, this was a I don't here. Um, but the missus actually wanted to watch this and I'm a, a big, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch fan in general. So I, I, and I love a Western also. Let me read the Uh, charismatic rancher Phil Burbank. Is he charismatic? He's kind of an asshole, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Inspires fear and awe in those around. Yeah, I guess he does have some uh, charisma in the sense that uh, fear and awe in those around him. That sort of makes sense. Uh, People around him will watch him. We'll we'll see what he's doing. We'll want to know what he's thinking. So, yeah, in, in that terms of charisma. Okay. Okay, you convinced me with the rest of your sentence. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son, Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Now, is it love with the wife? No, it's love with the son, which uh, was a turn I was not expecting. Uh, Yeah, uh, where does this take, place then? like 1920 something i think yeah uh we got benedict cumberbatch kirsten dunce uh what is, is that jesse Plemons? is that him yeah it is jesse Plemons. he is an actor who uh definitely falls into the category of if he is in a thing that thing's probably going to be good uh, uh, a very very good actor and used to seeing him i feel like in roles where he's kind of creepy uh so to see him uh, in the less creepy of the roles uh the creepy role in this definitely falls to the (laughs) son the son who's got a definite uh, ichabod crane vibe in terms of sort of tall, lanky, uh, gangly, very, very long fingers. Uh, It's sort of a vibe of uh, on more than one occasion he's thrown across a vibe of a a young serial killer. Uh, Probably has to do with the uh, dissection of a rabbit (laughs) and uh, a cow. Uh, Yeah, I guess cow as well. Uh, the, the, The liking... It's not like he... Yeah, but then there's the dog that he sort of likes and befriends. Huh. Anyways, uh, rating-wise, i go like a solid four. It was a little slow, to be honest. Um, but uh, it was an interesting story and, and sort of makes you... Which, uh, uh, you know, if this is something I've pondered before, but uh, when you are gay in the 1920s, what do you do? Like, the possibility of others finding out and he's putting you in a, uh, position where, you know, a not good position on many, many levels, uh, uh, keeping that secret is horrible. It's, it's, it's just one of the, the not allowing yourself to be who you are for, because of fear, because of rightful fear of bad things that will happen if you let, out who you actually are is, uh, is gotta be a horrible way to live. Um, so, you know, there's that, I suppose, the power of the dog, uh, moving on to that from, to a very different movie, the thing from another world, uh, from 1951. So this is the movie, uh, the first, of the movies in I was gonna say the thing franchise but uh, th- uh, no uh, they remade this movie twice uh, most notably the thing with uh, Kurt Russell then they did it again uh, nuts I wonder if I could see here when they did uh, let me read this one uh, IMDA first uh, scientists and American Air Force officials fed off a bloodthirsty alien organism while in a remote Arctic Outpost, which you know while accurate to the description of the thing from the thing from 1982 uh, while that is accurate this is a very different movie this is a a sort of a very B movie feel to it uh, in the thing from 2011 I see which I would, wouldn't mind rewatching that one. I don't really remember. Rewatched the 1982 one not too long ago. Uh, which is a great movie. That's a 5 out of 5. This uh, I probably go 2 or less. And I'll tell you why I, I I didn't care for it. Not necessarily because it's got that sort of, you know, 1950s movie pacing and some oddities that if you're a modern day movie watcher, you watch you can watch things like this and they just seem a little off. Uh, not because the, the the titular thing looks <laughs> really, really not good at all. Uh, it just looks like a big guy <laughs> with some weird shit on his head, uh, but because they didn't they, they took away one of the best parts of the thing. From 1982 and that is uh, uh the fact that the and here's the spoiler from a movie from 1982 i suppose uh, the fact that the thing can turn into and sort of replicate uh other humans meaning you don't know if everyone around you uh, or who around you is a real human and who has been sort of co-opted by this alien presence. Now, they didn't do any of that in this. It was just a, basically a monster movie, uh, and that was kind of it. Um, so, you know, you take away one of the best parts of what I thought was going to be, uh, you know, a, a, an admittedly uh, different version. It just didn't... Uh, it didn't do it for me it, it, it's it almost felt more impressive that uh, the thing from 1982 somehow someway took this and turned it into what it did turn it into <laughs> yeah they it, they turned this sow's ear into a silk purse basically basically um, all right moving on to superstore. oh yeah. Uh, finally uh, finished season six the final season uh and it was a delight uh definite uh, sort of heartwarming vibes uh, towards the end uh we had got some dave foley playing lowell anderson perfect uh, he played uh the former owner of the uh, uh, cloud nine the titular superstore <laughs> to say titular twice there Uh, uh, that was maybe my highlight of the season and then just uh, the final episode uh, again heartwarming Uh, this is a cast who I don't know is this something coming through the screen or or these just good actors or is it wishful thinking I don't know but it's seemingly a cast who likes one another I don't know why I get that vibe Uh, uh, just a nice uh, group of people yeah, uh, filming a incredibly funny television show yeah uh the other interesting thing was uh this season and i think maybe towards the end of last season hmm, um it's the first show i've seen where uh covid is a thing so you know they're uh in the store they're wearing their masks. i wonder how that was for audio i can't imagine like was everything uh, uh ADR'd? Oh, Shoot, yard what is additional dialogue recording that's what that stands for uh where they had to like record all their lines after otherwise because it didn't really sound too masky <laughs> if that's a thing uh like the, they never really sounded very muffled huh. uh curious how that worked uh, and, and how filming during the, the the time of covid how how much more difficult it was you gotta you you gotta assume why did I turn uh, an accent on for that sentence i don't know uh recommend superstore for sure easy five out of five uh if you haven't seen it moving on to boop, boop, boop. Uh, 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 uh. podcast talk Better but still not sure what I'm hoping for. Yeah, we already sort of touched on that. Directionless is fine, but forever and always perhaps not. Hmm, that's an interesting thought. Maybe talk of being friends with women. <laughs> what oh yeah. Just uh the fact that <laughs> why did I you know what I, I think I do know what I was gonna say, why did I put that note? And, and I think I do know why I put it, just throw in, and this is a sort of thought I've been having lately, to try to remember to do, just as a thought pops into your head, uh, throw it in these notes, and talk about it and see where it goes. Yeah, just just sort of boil right down, that's something I want to try to do. Um, and my thought here is the fact that uh, I have, I think as long as I can remember, really, uh, always felt more comfortable, uh, with, uh, around groups of women than I have with men. Probably something to do, you'd have to assume the fact that I was raised, you know, 99% by my mom alone. My, my dad was there when I was very young and, you know, to lesser and lesser degrees as I got older and to the degree where I, now I haven't talked to him in. Jeez, what year is it? (laughs) Years, anyways. Uh, uh, Probably, I know, we could probably assume something to do with that. Um, Just the fact that, in general, I always have found women to be smarter and uh, better. (laughs) Uh, Nicer. Uh, uh, Don't talk about sports, which is nice. (laughs) I mean, that's not a... Uh, This is a sentence we're saying a lot in this episode. Uh, Not a universal truth, obviously, but, uh, you know, uh, traditionally. uh, And and sort of wanted to talk about, uh, with regards to this, that... uh, Is it weird? Weird is not the right word. Can a man and a woman be friends uh, without, you know, any sort of sexualness? Uh, I would... Definitely say yes, but uh, I also know that there's those out here who would definitely say no, which is sort of fascinating to me, and maybe one of the reasons that I wrote this uh, a brief little point note here. Uh, the fact that uh, uh, two people can be convinced of a thing on totally different ends of the spectrum, and yet probably give evidence. Uh, uh, that they are right quite easily. I, I, I bet you people who... Now, I I will sort of admit that people who say that it is impossible... I don't want to say I look down on that, but I do sort of feel like... Uh, maybe you could be a little more uh, evolved in your thinking that... Uh, gender has to come into play with every. Gender and sexuality have to come into play with everything, uh, regardless of whether or not uh, you know, it, it really has to. Does it have to? I don't think it does, uh, which is maybe uh, one of the things we sort of move away from as a species, uh, the the fact that uh, uh, gender and sexuality has to be so intertwined with every uh, everything all the time. Maybe it could just be a thing. Maybe uh, uh, it, it's just, you know, you are what you are, and uh, uh, love can flow no matter what. Hmm. How about that for a nice thing to say? Uh, folks, is that it for my notes? Uh, I do have one more thing, but I think I'll save it, uh, for next episode. And that is to talk of a video game that has sort of really taken over my mind as well. Uh, which is Cataclysm Dark Days Ahead. Hmm interesting sounding game uh so yeah maybe we'll save that because i got a lot of thoughts on it and uh to be honest uh i want to stop this and start playing it (laughs) yeah literally that is uh why i uh, yeah yes good things all right so how was that episode um i feel okay about it um I did like sort of talking of different things that I haven't really spoken of on the podcast. That's that's fun and interesting, maybe. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, felt okay, but I also feel a little hesitant. Like, I don't want to say uh, uh, things that, you know, uh, uh, Well, I don't believe cancel culture is an actual thing, uh, I also don't want me then again, do I have to worry about it on a podcast that no one listens to? Not really. Uh, do I want to say things that, you know, quote unquote, get me in trouble? Like, uh, the whole, uh, capitalism being a failure thing, the whole, uh, why don't humans just love each other regardless of, uh, 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 gender and sexuality and, and everything just period. Yeah. That's probably going to get me in trouble, right? Universal love? (sighs) What a maniac. Folks, uh, (laughs) that's it, I guess. It's nice to be nice to the noise. That was...